I invite you to take your Bibles, if you will, and turn with me to the Gospel according to Luke. Once again, we will be looking at Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 8. Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 8, where Luke writes, In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord appeared and stood before them, And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Christ, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find the child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among all those whom he favors. Will you pray with me? God, we give you thanks for your holy word and for this privilege of studying it together. And now as I stand before these, your people, I pray that this would be your message and not my own. Through the name of Jesus the Christ, amen. People have often had a fascination with angels. There's something about angels that intrigue us. Many people have collections in their homes of angels. For example, my wife's mother has a collection of angels. And over the years, people have given her angels for Christmas presents or for other gifts. And throughout the house then, angels are sitting in various locations. Many of you have received and been given the gifts of various angels that represent different blessings from God. Angels, there's something about them. Recently, we did a memorial service for a grandmother of one of our church members and There at the graveside, there was a table set up because she loved angels and they had some of the collection of angels that were there. And then these were offered as gifts to various family members to be able to take to remember grandma and to remember the love she had for God and the love she had for her family. Angels. And around the Christmas season, angels mean something special to us. They're such a vital part of the Christmas story. When we do our plays with the children, our programs with our preschool or our academy children, there are always angels, children dressed up in their white little robes and their wings and their little halos. There's something about angels. We love hearing about them. And one of the greatest compliments you can give or receive is when you've done something nice or when someone has done something really nice for you, that above and beyond kind of act, when somebody goes, you're just an angel. It's an amazing compliment. It's meant in the highest of love and regard. What a gift. What a gift. And the thoughts of having a guardian angel comforts us in so many ways to know that that the angels are looking after us as well. And when we think of the nativity, of course, we often picture angels. 
Our nativity at our home even has an angel that is located directly above the stable, looking down upon Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus and the shepherds and all the animals that are there. But the angel of God is their blessing. Over this season of Advent, we have been looking at the various people that God has brought to the nativity, the various characters. God planned this incarnation very intentionally. It was prophesied in the Old Testament, and God put every piece of the puzzle together. He picked Mary. Of all the people he could have picked, he picked Mary to be the mother of God. And we looked at the things that Mary teaches us and how we can grow in our faith from her example. Joseph, one that God called to be the earthly father of the Christ child, to be the guardian, the protector, the provider, the mentor. We looked at things we can learn from Joseph. Last week, we talked about the shepherds and how God reached out to the shepherds, those who were considered to be the lowest on the the prestige and power pole. And God invited them to come to the nativity for this message, according to the angel, was for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David. That even included shepherds. But the angels... Angels played that critical role. They're actually throughout the scripture and play such a vital part. The Greek word is actually angelos, and it means a messenger. Angels are messengers of God. And if you look up in the Holman Bible Dictionary what an angel is, Stephen Cox puts it this way. He said they're created beings whose primary function is to serve and worship God. And then I love this. He goes on to say, The Bible offers little description of angelic messengers because the focus is on the message and not the messenger. To think of the humble role of the angels, to see that it's not about being the angelic character and describing them, but their role and worshiping God and being a messenger for God. We see angels throughout the scripture and how angels were often provided to protect us. For example, when God was talking to Moses about entering into the promised land and the journey that that would require, in Exodus 23 verse 20, God said, I'm going to send an angel in front of you to guard you on the way, and to bring you to the place that I've prepared. You may remember the story as well in Daniel chapter 6. It's a great story to go back and review. But in Daniel chapter 6, you have the story of how Daniel is thrown into the lion's den with the full intent that he is to be destroyed. Early the next morning, the king comes running to the den to see what had happened, to see if somehow Daniel had been protected, and there he is. And Daniel responds in Daniel 6, verse 22, My God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouths so that they would not hurt me because I was found blameless before him. And also before you, O king, I have done no wrong. 
One day, Jesus was teaching in Matthew chapter 18, and he brought a child and placed the child before him and was teaching that to enter the kingdom we must become like one of these. But in Matthew 18 verse 10, Jesus goes on to say, Take care that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you, in heaven their angels continually see the face of my Father in heaven. The thought that we have angels looking over us sent by God. Psalm 91 verse 11, For He will command His angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Angels are throughout the Scripture, and as we celebrate God's intervention in our world with the gift of Jesus the Christ, we see angels involved in His life as well. For example, you may remember the temptations when Jesus, after He was baptized, was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Matthew chapter 4, verse 11 says, Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. And we remember just before the crucifixion, Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, there on the Mount of Olives, and he is praying to the point that he is sweating drops of blood. The anguish of the cross was so real. And in Luke 22, verse 43, Luke says, And then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength. Angels. Such a vital role. And then John in the book of Revelation, who receives the entire revelation according to Revelation 1, from an angel of God that was sent to share with him this amazing vision, we're told in Revelation chapter 7 that it's the angels of God that are around the throne of God leading the worship. Revelation 7, 11. And all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Ah, the angels, their role of leading worship, being messengers of God, intervening in our lives, protecting us, and they so love us that we're told when one of us receives Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, repents and turns to God, the angels lead the celebration. Jesus said in Luke 15, verse 10, Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Angels played a variety of roles, and one of the key roles, too, was to introduce something that God was doing. So as we look at the nativity scene, we are reminded, and I think this is an interesting point, that every one of the characters who gather at the scene had an encounter with an angel of God. Mary, you might remember when she finds out she's going to have a child. In Luke chapter 1, verse 26, we're told that the angel Gabriel comes to her and says, Greetings, you have been graced 
by God, the word favor. You have been graced by God. You are going to conceive and bear a child. He will be holy, the son of the most high God. It's the angel that gets to tell her. It's the angel that gets to share with her. God is getting ready to do something incredible in you through you. And then you may remember if you turn back over to the Gospel of Matthew, when Joseph receives the news that Mary, his beloved and betrothed fiancé, is now a child, he struggles with the news until the angel of the Lord appears to him. And Matthew chapter 1, verse 20, and says to him, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And then the scripture we just read, Luke chapter 2, once again that beautiful Christmas story. We're told that when the shepherds were in the field, angels came to them. So I love our nativity that actually has the angel looking over the scene because the angels of God had specifically been with each one of the characters that God brought to the nativity. To Joseph, to Mary, to the shepherds. Each of them had had an encounter with the angel of God who now watches over and celebrates this amazing gift of the Christ child. The angel said to the shepherds, do not be afraid. The angel said to Mary, do not be afraid. The angel said to Joseph, do not be afraid because the angel of God wants us to know we do not have to be afraid or fear because God has got this. God has got this. God is doing this amazing thing. I have got good news for you of great joy. It's for all the people. The angel of God is announcing that there is something great that God is doing for all the people, and that includes you, and that includes me. And the angel looked at the shepherds, and I believe the angels of God look at us today and go, for to you is born this day in the city of David, your Savior, who is the Christ, the Messiah, who is the Lord. And this shall be the sign. You'll find the babe wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in the manger. Then the multitude, the army of angels, joins together singing and worshiping praise to our God. Angels, they play such a vital role in our lives, the challenging thing is to recognize they're more than figurines. Our challenge is we've been looking at the nativity through this season and preparing for the live nativity that we will be celebrating on Christmas Eve is to make sure that the nativity comes to life in all of our hearts and that the characters around the manger are not just figurines, but become figures in our life, prominent, important figures in our lives. And on Christmas Eve, the goal will be that the baby in the manger doesn't remain a figurine, but a prominent figure in our lives. And the angels that we tend to decorate our homes with, we have a tendency to place them on the top of our Christmas trees to overlook all of the celebration of Christmas. Whatever we do, to be reminded, those are not fictional characters in a story. 
but they're actually prominent figures and gifts that God offers to us as those who help lead the worship and the kingdom and messengers from God to us. And the angels share with you and with me today, God's got this. You don't have to be afraid. As a matter of fact, God is doing something incredibly new for you and for me today and for all the people. For the angel looks in your eyes today and says to you, is born this day in the city of David, your Savior. You know, one of the things I love about the angels is when we look at the birth of the Christ, it was the angels who prepared us. Joseph, Mary, shepherds, this is what God is getting ready to do. They announced this good news. You might remember as well, in Matthew 28, after Jesus has been placed on a cross and people watched him suffer and die and then placed in a tomb, when the women came to the tomb, it was an angel in Matthew chapter 28, Verse 5 that says, do not be afraid. God's got this. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he has been raised just as he said. Come, see the place where he lay and then go quickly and tell his disciples. I just think it's beautiful that God gave the heavenly beings of the angels who love, protect, provide for us in so many ways the privilege of announcing at the birth of the Christ, Mary, God has graced you. Joseph, don't be afraid. Shepherds into the world, to you is born this day. And then they get to tell us as well, And don't be afraid. He is risen. The angels, they play a mighty role. They see what God is doing and they share that with us. No wonder they say, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace among all of you whom God so desperately favors. Will you pray with me? God, we are so grateful for the gift of the angels. They play a prominent role in the story of our faith. And may they play a prominent role in the story of our lives. So help us to fill your presence. May they lead us in worship. And may they share with us once again the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen.